you know, if if anybody if anybody in the, in the way if in the way back, I, you know, I'm kind of goofing around here. Wants to sit up front, so the the people who are still asleep, who think it's still ten o'clock, uh, most people do, I guess, this morning. Uh, if they want to move forward, please move forward, so the lollygaggers uh, can sit in the back. But with all that said, thank you for coming. Welcome to church. That's enough for me. Take it, Jesse. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh. TJ, that boy, that song you sent me, that boy, he has a new song or something? Um, oh, no. Oh. Did you see that? You sent it to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you just... Back, what do you say about him? He's custody battle. Oh, he's going... Doing what? Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, today is hour four, so I'm still sleeping. Cause in my mind, it's still ten. So, but I'm here. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and Hate will respond to your questions or comments. Good morning, y'all. Hi, y'all. Good. Would you guys like to come a little closer? No, wait a minute. Is this your first time here? Oh, that's why you're trying to hide. <laughs> oh, doesn't it feel better to come closer? That's for the latecomers. This is your first time here, right? Yeah. What's your name and how did you hear about us? My name is William, and I watch you every day on uh, YouTube. Oh, good. Ha- um, any questions about anything on there? No, just here to, just my first time here, so ready to listen. Right on. Did you go and forgive your mother yet? Yes, I did. Or, did she did. Oh, she did? <laughs> yeah, but I forgave my, my father. How did that go? Um, it went well. Yeah. Um, I stopped judging him, and um, now I have a great, great relationship with him. Nice. Good, man. Yes. Well, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Was he surprised when you forgave him? Yeah, he was. He didn't. Um, I had to explain it to him a little bit why I resented him. And yeah. He understood after, like, that he could have done stuff better. Yeah. Um, but after that, I mean, pretty much opened the doors for, for everybody, for me and him. Right to on. return to the father. Nice. Cool. Hi, what's your name? Shelly. Shani? Shelly. Okay. And your first time here? Yes. And um, any questions about anything? No. Do you listen to the show as well? Yes. Oh, and, I listen with him sometimes. Oh, oh, you do? And what made you mad about the show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being on the spotlight. So uh, I'm on, kind of nervous. You're, you're nervous right she, she now? She's just here to listen. Uh, oh. just It's a first step. So. Oh, it um, is? Yeah. So we're just, we're, just here to, we're just here to uh, listen. Just, I oh. brought her along with me. 
Um, she, you know. <laughs> what does that mean? So I'm, I'm here mostly for me, and she's here to support me, and hopefully she can hear or listen something. I don't know. It's oh. it's all on her. You know, it's everybody's own. Oh, okay. Um, does she speak English? Yes, she does. So why are you being mama? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not protecting mama. Uh, you know, I just, yeah. <laughs> May I talk to her mama? Well, I'm sorry? May I talk to her? Yes. Here you go, mama. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel shy? Yes. And of what right now? Just so I know. Um, I'm not quite open meeting new people, so it's, it's my first time. Right. And so you're not open into meeting me. I'm new. <laughs> I'm open to meeting you, but not just, it's, it's just a, a, a crowd. Oh, and so you feel insecure in a crowd? Kind of, yeah. And why? I don't know. It's just me. I just turned in that way. Oh, it is? Yeah. What, what's your mind telling you about the crowd? Scared. <laughs> the mind telling you scared? Yeah. Uh, of the crowd? Open crowd. And are you thinking they're going to beat you up? Or no, just... they're going to look at you? Yeah. And what will they see if they looked at you? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You listen to lies in your imagination right now. Yeah. You really are. I hear that a lot from him. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. Because look around. Everybody look the same. Mm-hmm. Look around you. Look behind. Look at over here. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody just look the same? <laughs> yes. They all just woke up and all that. So you're no different than anybody else. Right. So you have no reason to be shy. Right. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Nice. Uh, did you go forgive your mother? My mom actually just recently passed away. Oh, before you could get there? Uh, no, I actually forgave her two weeks before she passed. Oh, you did? Oh, nice. I tried to. It's a language barrier. Oh, she doesn't speak English? Um, she doesn't, but I had my cousin translate for me. So she was able to understand. Um, she's very stubborn. Yeah. But she gone now. Yes. She did. <laughs> <laughs> How about your father? Did you forgive him? Yes, I forgave him um, about a couple of days after my mom passed. And how did it go? It went well. He he understood where I came from as well. Yeah. And he, sorry, it's very sensitive. It's what? It's very sensitive. Um, it's an open wound. It's fresh for me, so I'm very sensitive to it. To forgiving. Just a topic in general. To talk about your father? My parents. Oh, about your parents? It's sensitive in what way? I grew up really in a very hard way. Um, it wasn't easy for us. We've, I'm damaged a lot. You're damaged? Traumatized. Oh, did you have to pick cotton or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to pick cotton. <laughs> you can't get any more damage than that. <laughs> Did you have to milk a cow in the morning before you went to school? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, your little damage ain't nothing. No. <laughs> and so when you think about it, it's emotional? Very emotional. Uh, so now that you're forgiven, are you, you're going to overcome it? Yes. Right. And then it won't be emotional anymore. Yes. Right. Right on. Are you doing the silent prayer? I try to. I, I mean, no, not really. 
So you don't try? No. You up in line. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just have my, my, my ways. Your ways? This is like my first time actually just being here and listening, so maybe it'll be a change for me. And so you think you may eventually start doing it? Yes. Yeah. I recommend you do it, especially if you want to overcome all that emotional mess. You're going to have to do the side of the prayer. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Um, so you did better than you thought in communicating, right? Yeah. It wasn't as hard once you come out of thought. I think it's because I'm just staring directly at you and not everywhere else. Right. And so if you were to look around while speaking to me, what would happen? My face would turn red and get hot. It, it would turn red and get hot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's funny. And so do you think I hate women? No. Am I wrong about women being evil? No, you're not. Oh, okay. I see it. I see he he tells me the truth and it hurts me. Um, but I see it daily in myself because I know I have my mom's traits and that's yeah. how my mom was. Yeah. So my mom gave me this tool and now it's stuck within me. And I do want to better myself. Right on. Nice. You're going to be fine. You're on your way to being you again and not her. Right. You really are. Um, do you know his name? William. Oh, okay. Because you keep saying he. <laughs> <laughs> do you hate him? I did resent him. And why? Can you, as long as it's not personal, why do you hate him? Um, or why did you hate him? It's personal. Oh, okay. All right. But you don't hate him anymore? I'm starting to... Uh, we're working on that. It's a fresh personal issue that we have right now. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Well, forgive him. I'm trying. Just realize whatever happened, he didn't know what he was doing. I want to believe that. No, believe me. If he could see what he was doing, he would not have done it. Right. Really. Just like with you, the things you have done, if you could have seen what you were doing, you would not have done it. And as long as you hate someone, you're never going to be free. You got to drop the anger. Yeah, I have a lot of anger issues. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you smoke pot? I used to. What the? <laughs> you traumatized and you smoke pot? <laughs> this was years ago. Oh, okay. But uh, And so how, how are you smoking every day or just when you get mad at William? No, it was just an occasion thing. Oh, okay. But not anymore? No, that's what, this was like probably... Five, four years ago. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, welcome. Thank you. See how easy that was? Yes. <laughs> you want to come up here and talk? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you. And I want you to, instead of running away from opportunity to speak, I want you to run to the fear. You know, like when you have this fear Mm-hmm. And Satan tell you, oh, they're going to be looking at you. Your face is going to turn red and get hot. <laughs> Go and face it anyway. And you will see that he's lying to you. Right. That's the only way you're going to overcome. you got to face the fears, not run from them. Right. All right? So start facing them. No one is better than you. Right. We're all the same. All right? Nice.
Any questions about anything? No questions. Was this helpful? Yes. See there? Keep coming. You'll be well. Will do. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. This your first time? Okay, what's your name and how'd you hear about us? Hello, uh, I'm Jesse. Uh, you Jesse? I, yeah, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hi. <laughs> uh, this is Olga. What? Uh, this is Olga. Oh, she can't talk? Oh, well. Why are you being a mama? No, no, no. No, she could talk. She's, she's I'm going to go to her. Mm-hmm. Let's do it with you first. Okay. Thanks, uh, Ma. Hi. So what's your name and how did you hear about us? Okay, so my name is Jesse and I heard about you uh, through... Uh, YouTube as well, listening to you. <clears throat> when I was uh, uh, when I was thirty, about like four years ago now, I think. It How is. old are you now? I'm thirty. I'm gonna be thirty-five. That don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> you look younger than thirty. Oh uh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Amazing. So do you, you? You have an incredible physique too. I wonder how you do that as Black well. That don't yeah. crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I eat Walla Miller every day. Yeah, yeah, but you look in shape though. It looks like you, you do something. I don't hate, know. Hate, hate. Has on a watermelon shirt, <laughs> but he hate watermelon. <laughs> no, I eat melon daily as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but he said he drink watermelon, right? You like the watermelon juice? Yeah. That's a weird combination. <laughs> he hate the watermelon, but he like the juice. Yeah, yeah. From from all the all the craziness that's happening in the world, I, I was looking for outlets, uh, some type of sensibility, and and I really right. feel like. It, I found it in you. Yeah. Did you go and forgive? I actually did. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. How did that go? It it was it was surprisingly well. Like she oh. was she was speechless. You know, and she didn't say she didn't argue. She didn't do anything. You know, she's a uh, like like you say. She they don't know what they do. Right. You know? and, and I truly believe that. Nice. And and it felt so good to her for her to hear that. And and also my father as well. He's in Texas, so I had to do it over the phone. But right. like, uh, uh, he he actually started kind of crying and everything like that, which is good, you know. And I told him, like, it's not like that. Like, I understand this life. And people, you know, they get pulled apart. They get, you know, come together. Yeah. Like, every, it's it's going to be it's okay. It's a mess. Exactly. And Everybody got a mess up, mess life. Yes, yes. But I did. I did forgive my mother, yeah. Everybody was, got a mess great. up life. That's why we can't judge one another. Everybody. <clears throat> Before, I understand now when Jesus said, he without sin throw the first stone. Everybody put the stones down and left. Mm. That's how it is today. <laughs> um, and so now you're closer to your father? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I'm going to go visit him pretty soon. He's all the way in Houston, the whole coronavirus fiasco thing. Right. So, like, we couldn't, we couldn't do it. But, yeah, I plan on going to see him. I actually wanted to see him for my birthday. Yeah, probably next month sometime. When is your birthday? In April, April 18th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good. Any questions about anything? No, no. I have. Uh, I, I watch you a lot, so I, I know. I know. Uh, oh, okay. I know Na- a little bit. Nice name, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Jesse's in the Bible too. Yes, the Prince of Peace is true. And then Jesse's friend want a girl like Jesse's girl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are you guys married or just dating? Uh, we're we're dating. Right now, but there is a goal, you know. We, oh, goal. Yeah, there's, you know. Yeah. Why did you think you need to speak for her? No, no, I was just introducing her. She's, uh, I'm a, I'm a yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she, she speaks. She can introduce herself. Mm-hmm. That's how she grow up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Nice. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Mr. Peterson. Tell us your name and how did you hear about me? 
Hear about us. Hi, my name's Oga, and Jesse is the one that told me oh. to come here. He said, you really, really enjoy this guy. He's really cool. So Are you having am. fun already? Huh? Are you enjoying it already? No. You're not enjoying it right now? No. Why not? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you yeah, having fun? Yeah, I am enjoying it. Yeah, oh. it, it's good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you Have you heard the show? Never. You never heard the show? No. Really? So you So you didn't know what to expect today? Nothing at all. I, I thought it was just going to be like a regular, like, church service. Like Hoover the Holler? I was looking for the choir. I was like, where's the choir? <laughs> <laughs> I may hit a note once in a while. <laughs> I'm the choir. <laughs> uh, well, good. Well, thank you for coming. You're welcome. Thank All you. Right. Uh, are you shy? A little, I think. And, and why? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know why you're shy? No. Oh, okay. You're in your head, that's why. Yeah. You listen to I'm listening to the lies. Yeah. Yeah, you just said that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, welcome. Thank you. All right. Anybody else new? First time? Okay. Oh, your first time? Right here. What's your name? How did you hear about us? Uh, my name is Scott. I think I first heard about you through, I think Candace Owens said something about you. Oh, yeah, then, what did she say? I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she used the N-word? No, no. Uh, she was thinking it, though, right? No. Maybe. I'm playing. Uh, and so, um, have you heard any of the shows? A little bit, yeah, not not too much, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came. Any questions about anything? No, not at all. Right on. Are you from Texas? No. Where are you from? California. Oh, yeah. You saw it looked like a Texan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like an oil driller or something. Yeah, right. Nice. Yeah, I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, well, thanks for coming, man. Right, um any question about the war at all? Anybody want to comment on that at all? What's happening because it's happening to us. Okay, yeah. Thanks. Uh, good morning. Mr. Good morning, sir. Peterson. Um, last week yes, you sir. mentioned that um, uh, the world was against Putin, and then you said that uh, when the world's against you, you're right. Yeah. The world was against Hitler. Was he right? <laughs> I don't know. I never met him. Yeah. Okay. More recently. I wondered I, about that, though. The Islamic I, I, State. I read, I read up on him to find out yeah. why everybody is so mad at him. Yeah. Because I like learning about people who went through tough times and why and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So more recently was ISIS, you know, the Islamic State. The world was against them. Were they right? I mean, I don't know. We don't know. See, we well, don't really don't, know anything, so well, we can't really them, be on them, the side of anybody. You know, we need all, to concentrate here in the U.S. In the U.S., right? I mean, yeah, right. The war is here. You know, <laughs> I just know they they've been going after Putin for a long time. Yeah, and uh, any when Donald Trump was in office, anything that Trump said or did, mm-hmm. they were blaming on Russia. Oh, yeah. Russian collusion. Yeah. (laughs) And so I just know that we are not getting the truth about anything, so we really don't know what's going on. But I'm looking at the crowd of people who are for Ukraine, and that's a good sign that it ain't what they're pretending that it is, that there's something else going on, either Mm -hmm. money or fake power or something, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at it that way. 
Because yeah, so, I don't trust know, our government. We don't know if Russia owes money to you. Uh, no, Ukraine owes money to Russia, so that's why they're coming in to, right? Uh, or, yeah, we don't know I, anything. We really right. don't know anything. We don't so, know, absolutely. Yeah, so nice. we need to concentrate here in the U.S., right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Right. What I don't appreciate about what's happening is that our country is falling apart. Everybody and their mama coming across the border. Uh, gas prices going through the roof. Uh, food prices and everything. We've been through one trauma after another. And they, are, they act like they love another country more than they love this country. They're leaving us wide open. They're telling us to suffer and die and be happy about it. We love Ukraine. We're going to take care of Ukraine while you guys just suffer. And to me, that doesn't make sense at all. You know, so, and I was thinking this morning, if the media got on this government about our borders and about drilling ore here and the way they're doing Russia, we'll be drilling ore today. But they don't care. They, they say nothing about that or use the same excuses. So pay attention to that. But I don't know why they're fighting over there. But I, it's not my business. We need to take care of home first. It's like a man that get married to another woman. Well, what happened? He he's married. He has a truckload of children. He leave his wife, go marry another woman who has a truckload of children by another man, and he think he loved them. It's the same kind of mess. But anyway, I don't know what's going on, but I don't trust what's going on either. Not at all. And they're showing you all these emotional pictures to try to pull you in. Every time you look up, some woman crying. <laughs> Holding a baby. And now you sort of get all emotions and say, yeah, let's go to war. You know, I'm not falling for it. I know the game. I'm not falling for it. Um, any questions about anybody have a life this week? Anybody discovered anything? Oh, right here, right? One person <laughs> out of a thousand. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, sir. Uh, right now, as I was exiting the freeway, I'm, I'm driving on La Cienega, and I'm still seeing people wearing masks and walking around with their head down, and yep. just really unaware. And it hit me like, like, what is that? Is that like the end of humanity for like, you know, as far as that goes? Because... I believe that, you know, we were created by God, by, you know, being humans, uh, we have consciousness and able to distinguish differences, yeah. able to, you know, forgive and accept. But, like, it's like, how how are these people just, for example, crisis after crisis, supporting the same people that put them in that predicament? It doesn't make any sense. And uh, we're getting to a point where it's like, the ego has to make a choice, whether... You're going to tell me that 85 million people for, for what we have now in America, we all agree that's, that's what we wanted, or say the election was stolen. Like, it has to be one or the other. I mean, common sense says we, America doesn't want this. Well, the people with the masks have fear, you know, and they are afraid. So when you're traumatized like that, inwardly, you have fear. That's why people are afraid to go and face their mothers and grandmothers because they've been traumatized by mama. And so they're afraid to go and deal with her, to forgive her, and be honest with her because of that fear. But not realizing once you overcome anger, fear will disappear from within. There's a good fear if you have to physically take, you know, protect yourself. Let's say a, a homeless person is coming up, 
and, and he wants some money or something, mm. and you won't give it to him, now he want to fight. You can knock him out, right, before mm. he knocks you out. But there's another fear that is a spiritual fear that we're not supposed to have as human beings. And it's totally abnormal, but you're not going to be able to overcome it until you overcome anger. And so the people have been traumatized with the mask, with the Chinese virus. They've been traumatized by losing their jobs. Then if you don't take it, you got to take the vaccine or you can't go in. So they have that fear, and they must overcome that. That's what that's all about. And everybody has, everyone who has anger has fear. You have shy, you're shy, you're, you can't speak up, you know, you're just in fear. And fear is not a good life to live. It's not a good life to live. Yeah, but that's and, what's going on there. And the government knows it. Other, other evil people know, they recognize their brothers and sisters in Satan. They can recognize your weakness, and so they'll do things to keep you angry so that they can keep control over you. That's how they do it. But I, I feel like it's maybe like the AI or something behind it, like controlling everything. The devil? Yeah, you know, the devil, you know, the way you think. Like, literally, they're all in. And it's like, how? There's, and because then it, of fear? It gives back to the ego, the insecurities. Yeah. yeah. And there's Absolutely. no way they're going to overcome that and say, oh, wait a minute, I was wrong. No yeah. way. They're yeah, you got to overcome the anger. Yeah. yeah Anybody that's... here has anger? Amazing. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes, sir. Um, just to add to what he was saying, and you, you said it as you usually do, you nail it. Um, we see all these different programming things, for lack of a better term, whether it's COVID or the virus or the masks or the vaccine or the war. Um, everyone's on to the next thing, right? Right. But it's important. I, I've noticed since I started doing the silent prayer, since I've been coming consistently to the forums and church and listening to you and doing my own, you know, has, smoking on it, as you say, not really, but uh, that it's not enough, though it will help you in your life to see through that programming. It can help you in your day to day to make better decisions for your future because you're not as blinded by Fear, maybe. Right. I find that my struggle as someone who sees those things, and maybe others who feel the same, is the um, the anger or the frustration or whatever of other people not getting it, so to speak. You, oh, you get angry at other people because they don't I, get it? I, I used to, but I recognize that the same trick has two... It's a coin with two sides, right? Or a wing with, uh, a bird with two wings. Like, I get upset that someone doesn't see it, or I used to. Uh, and then I'm now getting the different form of the brainwashing or the programming is that now I'm separate from the person across from me. And you don't have to be best friends with them, right? You don't have to invite them over to dinner, as you say. But it's important that when they're ready um, or when you feel like it's the right moment that you can embrace somebody or help them break through that. But it is still, you're still being programmed if when you look at these people supporting Ukraine or wearing the mask, if you are judging. Right. Because it's just a different pyramid of control or a different kind so of you don't get angry anymore honestly i've been doing the silent prayer morning and night i have my moments but not not really so do you get you, you don't get angry anymore not like i used to you um, don't get angry anymore no i don't <laughs> i don't genuinely i don't um so why you had to go all the way around the block before you said no 
Because I want to be certain, and maybe I, I'm not certain. I might still have some doubt, but I don't think I have anger. You don't think you have it? I don't have anger, but I do have doubt. Let's put it that way. What's the difference? I don't know right now. And that's the doubt talking. You do have doubt, but you don't have anger. What is doubt like? Uh, uncertainty. Um, about what? About how to proceed. I've slowed down. But I haven't, some days I don't have the certainty that I would on other days. I'd like to have it all, some days I'm not as certain as I am on other days, and I'd like to have uh, it all the about time. About what? Anything passing by me, like any, like, for instance, let's say someone in uh, my gym wearing a mask in the sauna. That's confusing to me. And I want to say something to help them, and I might speak up, but I don't judge. I don't get angry. I'll let them do their thing, but it still doesn't make any sense to me. So you see someone in the gym wearing a mask. In, in the, the sauna, sauna wearing a mask. And you want to speak up about it, but you don't because I do you say doubt something. if you hear it. I say something, but But why of. do you have to say anything? I don't have to. I don't always. But, but why do you at all? Sometimes I feel, for the times when I would speak up and someone would say, oh, you're right, I don't have to wear this, and they take it off and throw it away, I, um, I don't know. I just, sometimes if I feel compelled to speak up, but why, if someone else wants to wear the mask in the gym, in the sauna, in the pool, or wherever, why is it your business that you need to say anything? It's not my business. It's my responsibility as a man, I think, to speak up sometimes. About somebody else wearing a mask? About anything. Why is that manly? It's the same thing that I think would, I think it would be the same part of me compelling me to stop someone from, um, I don't know, Hurting a child or littering on the ground, I might say something if I feel but compelled. But if you see a, a grown person wearing a mask, I don't understand how it's your business to say you're not neither helping or hurting them. I never claimed it was my business. I just said that I do it. But wh why do you do it? Sometimes I feel compelled to speak up. Anybody else does that too? You tell somebody to take the mask off. Yeah, you you do? Why do you do it? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. I was just uh, at the gym yesterday with a buddy of mine, and he was wearing the mask. And I go, you know, you know you don't have to wear the mask anymore, right? And a friend like, of yours? Yeah. Well, that's different with a friend. Oh, okay. You could be playing around or whatever. But if you saw a stranger in the sun in a mask, would you tell them to take it off? No. Would you say anything at all? No. Right. I don't get Anybody understand why he didn't say anything? Maybe I'm missing it. Your ego telling you that. I'm not saying it unprovoked. Because this person want to have on a mask and die in the sauna. I, I, I'm not saying it unprovoked. You know, like, it's in you conversation. You say, oh, he did. Yeah, you, you're not wrong. I'm not saying it like, hey, you should take that off. We're in conversation. They're talking to me or they're saying something. It doesn't you have add to, to the story. And I would ask, no, I mean, that's how it happens. I, you know, I say, hey, I don't want to. I'm, I'm curious why you wear that in here. Same they wear the shoes or their backpack. Would you like it if someone said to you in the sauna, put a mask on? Uh, no, but if they did, I would just say no. And they could say no. I don't push it. Yeah, but I don't see the reason for you to ask, have to say that. Pay attention to thought. You'll see why you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I understand. You know what I mean? Totally. Pay attention to that. It's not something I'm, I, it's not something I, I wear as like a badge of honor. It's something I do. Oh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm doubtful. It's <laughs> you not. You feel like a badge of honor to no, tell it's, somebody. It's not. Take that mask off. I'd be happier to see people... How do you feel about your boyfriend telling people to take the mask off? 
Um, I don't, I don't understand. To me, I don't really care what other people are doing. So I don't understand why he would involve himself in what other people are doing. But again, like I am my own person. He is his own person. Do you sometimes want to pull him away? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you just let him do it anyway? Yeah, because it's his opportunity to learn and it's, he's making that decision to do it. It doesn't have anything to do with me. But yeah, there are instances where we're in situations and he says things. I'm like, we could just not say that. Or, but again, like that's just me and, you know, I don't want to judge him for what he does. Right on. Yeah, I want you to watch that, man. That's Satan telling you to do this stuff. Like with the mask thing, you're not paying attention to the imagination. Because there's no reason. If somebody wear a mask, and Satan be trying to tell me to say something too. But I'm like, I, I know now all thoughts are all lies all the time. And so if somebody want to wear a mask, a grown person, that's fine with me. It just looks silly. You know, hot outside, like you were saying, it's hot outside and all that. And they in a mask outside. But if people want to be crazy a little bit, you, you notice God don't tell them pull it off. I, I accept <laughs> you that. You just let them wear in the sauna, in the pool. I have no feeling about outside. it any kind of way. I just am curious why they're doing it still. I don't, I I don't tell them take it curious. off even. I don't even tell them take it off. I right. just ask them why they're wearing it if, they're, if it's in conversation. And that's just one example. You're not wrong. I should... Definitely care less. That's, that's fine. I accept that. Yeah. But I'm not telling them not to wear it. Right. You better leave people alone. People are crazy nowadays. I, I see it. I bet you won't go over to a black person and tell them to take their mask off. Yeah. No problem with that either. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. Morning, Jesse. Hey. Morning. I may have a little bit of insight I can give to that because I, I used to feel exactly like that and um, once I got to know myself more I realized why I was doing it and what it is the same spirit that compels people to tell people to take the mask off is the same one that compels people to put it put it absolutely on. and 100%. so what I, what I learned about myself <laughs> when I got still with myself is what the reason why I was doing it is because I was trying to take control of the situation because my childhood it was chaos and so I had to take control of my own life as I got older. Right on. And so it gave me that spirit that wanted to control. So even if it's for righteous reasons or what the Christians would say, righteous indignation, um, it really is the same spirit. Same spirit. Absolutely. You got to pay attention. Pray and watch. Why do you still have anger? You say you still have anger? Would you ha- no, you. Did you raise your hand? You had anger? Me? Uh-huh. You did? Well, I mean... Uh, did you, well, am I making a mistake or did you raise oh, your hand yeah, and yeah, you I did, yeah, have it? I did, yeah. And I why do you talking, still have it? Uh, well, I'm not angry at people specifically, but I'm angry at the fact of what they do no. to me. <laughs> you know? like. Well, that's people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't average, hold grudges. You know, I don't hold grudges. I just let it pass. Anger is grudge. Well, I mean, but I don't hold a grudge. At the moment, I'm angry, but then I just let it go. And why do you get angry? Well, I mean, like last week I told you uh, I had the uh, issue with this guy in, from the street that was that just came up to us and, you know, he... Uh, but why don't you let anger go, though? Why do you have it I don't. All? I don't hate that guy. I mean, forget it. You know, I just... Anger is hatred. Keep moving on, right? I mean, I'm not going to hold a grudge against him or... Did you get angry at him? 
At that moment, yeah. Why? Because he tried to jump up on me. You know, he. But that's not a reason to be angry, though. <laughs> well, at the moment, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Right. At the moment, yeah. But I'm not gonna. I don't know that guy. I mean, I'm not gonna. You know. Do you believe you can deal with people in the moment without being angry? Well, when somebody try, tries to jump up on you, you know, some crazy guy in the street just tries to. The, he looked like a homeless guy. I mean, you got you have to defend yourself, right? At the right. moment, absolutely. Right? But I'm not gonna. Ha- I don't hate him. I, you know, I, I'm over but it. I'm not do, angry anymore. But at the moment, I was. Do you believe you could deal with him in the moment without being angry? Period. Well, when he jump up in your face, do you think you could deal with that without getting angry? I don't see how it's possible to push someone away at that moment without being like angry. You know, just oh, I see. Right? You know, but yeah, but you can. Once God take the spirit of anger out of you, you have anger no more, and you're you're more likely to defend yourself in the right way without mm-hmm. the anger, uh, because He is taking it away from you, and you see what to do. Yeah, because if you were to put a, you doing out a silent knife prayer? or whatever, you know, what was I going to do? You know, Are you I doing a silent prayer? No. Well, what? The? No, no. <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, why I don't tried you do? It why once. don't you pray? God said to pray without ceasing. Why don't you pray? I mean, it's just, I just don't do it. I don't know why. <laughs> you listen to the devil. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. And just, do, it's just, uh, just do it, right? Just do the silent prayer. Yeah. That's it, right? Just <laughs> don't let the devil. I don't have any excuses. I just don't do it. <laughs> I don't know, right? Well, no wonder you still have the anger. <laughs> I can't come up with any excuses. Right. I just don't do it. I don't, I don't know why. But well, just suffer until you're ready to do it. Suffer and yeah. die. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let me ask. What, what a mess. When you hear what me. What a mess, say, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. When, all right, get here the mic. Oh. <laughs> when you hear me say, you got to be all in or nothing at all. You've heard me say that before, right? How many of you are all in? Oh, Nice. Why do you, why you're not all in? And then I'll come to you. What does it mean in your mind to be all in when you hear me say that? I think maybe I'm just too hard on myself. I could be all in, but I'm, I'm still trying to grasp it. When you say you're too hard on yourself, what do you mean? Um, or, or I guess it's not me. It's that ego letting me know that I'm all in. Or that I'm not all in. When you say you're too hard on yourself, what do you mean? Well, I'm just in a in a phase of being really, really honest with myself, and I'm not uh, like like I have plenty of anger, plenty of it. You do? Yeah. And why don't you let it go? I don't know how to. Are I, you doing the silent prayer? I get excited to do the silent prayer. I are do you doing the silent prayer all the time? Yes. Every morning, every night. Every morning. And so every why night. you're not all in? I don't know. You don't know what? I don't know why I'm not all in. And what does it mean to be all in? I would do it right now, you know? I would have done it a long time ago. Been all in? Of course. And what does it mean to be all in? What do you think that means? I don't know. Oh. So you don't know what it means to be all in? Am I right? Yes. Am I right? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll explain it more. I'll let someone else explain it too. Good. And so you are hard on yourself? Right. And how can you be hard on yourself? 
Yeah, that's just my old train of of thought. I've heard you tell people that it's not actually me; it's that ego. Yeah, it's that Satan in me. And you like being hard. You like playing the devil with the devil. I think there's a part of me that uh, that does like it. Oh, well, no wonder. I think there's a part. Yeah, a lot of, me that's of people used love their misery. I know. I've heard you say that a lot recently. And they do. Um, when you right. don't do this rather prayer, you love your misery. Yeah. When you don't go and forgive, you love your misery. When you get mad at people who are just trying to point you to the right way, you love your misery. You love it. You don't want God or anyone else to take it away from you. You love Satan and Satan love you. Yeah, that's hard to hear. Why? <laughs> but <laughs> because, Why is it hard uh, to hear? You love your misery. That's hard to hear again. <laughs> yeah. Why is it hard to hear again? Uh, I just want to get right, you know? We've talked about tiptoeing through the tulips. Right. That's, that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And today's been a great day until now. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, I was having a, a really tough time last night, and I woke up today just feeling great. And I've realized that it's just going to be like this, right? Uh, he did this. Yeah. With a camera. For, right. It's, it's, it's been a roller coaster. But, it um, doesn't have to be that way, though. I know. I, it I just really can't. doesn't. I know. But you've got to be all in. Push me in right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll come back to you. Just wait yeah. outside there for a minute. I'll come back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Are you all, you know what I'm, you're not all in. Um, I, I would say I'm all in. But you, when I asked, you didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you asked if you're all in. And you, I, and I, I asked How many of you are all in? And I said yes. Oh, you did say yes? Yeah. Oh, so, and what does it mean to be all in? Um, for me to lose control, like to um, not be in control of my life. Because yeah. I do want to be in control, but... What I realize is when I try to be in control, it's like, I not I regret it, but I'm like, okay, maybe. Like, I realized I was never in control to begin with. And that is tough because I just want to know what's going to happen already. Um, <laughs> yeah, I totally like, understand that. Yeah, like, I just want to... That's like, why them, a lot of people not all, some people not all in because they don't know what the outcome going to be. Yeah. They don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I want to know the outcome. Why do you I, need to know that? I don't need to, but... Why do you want to? I want to because then there's kind of no mystery, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, oh, I don't have to wonder or think about anything because I already know what's going to happen. But then I'm just like, then that's kind of not really like a life. So if God came and told you, you know what? Here's what's going to happen if you're all in. This is going to happen. It's going to be so nice and you're going to have ice cream with cherry on top. And then you would be all in. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, what I mean is like, I, um, I get, I guess, I mean, what it sounds like is I kind of want to play God, but I don't want to say that. But that's kind of what Why don't you want to say it? Um, because I know that's not what I want to do. You know, I, um, that's why I'm saying like all in means letting go of the control. So like yeah. I'm letting go of the control, but then it's kind of like I want to move at God's speed, but I want to go a little faster. Like, can we keep it going maybe a little faster? <laughs> but but you can't even handle going slow. Oh, you wow. You got a point there. Okay. 
That's why I am taking it easy and I am being patient, but I do notice that the not me does kind of want to always, I guess it's like, I don't want to be still. And I do have a hard time being still, but I notice myself not being still. And then I'm just like, why? That's crazy that like, I say I want to be still, but I can't do it sometimes. You know, I and I, I still get caught up in like things I did in, in the past life before I forgave, but it's different. Like I don't really get into it how I used to yeah. and I don't ever feel that outcome. Like before those things kinda gave me peace and now I'm like and then say if I do fall into that, like into judging myself, I'm just like, What? Like it just doesn't even feel like me. When you think about a past, where is it? Where where's the past? The past it's um what well, it's it's kind of well. I guess it's kind of like an illusion. When I think of the past, I feel I feel like that was when I used to identify with the not me. Yeah. And it, now I'm kind of really there is no past at all. Okay. Really, the last the last time you robbed a bank, it happened then. And you're not robbing a bank today. You're at church. Okay. So it happened then. It's over. But Satan, because he can't live in the present, he can't live in eternal. He makes you think about the past or the future. You would, the real you never think about a past or a future because you know there is no past. The fake you think there's a past or a future because you living with your dad and Satan. You believe in him. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that till right now. I'm sorry? That, I said that didn't make sense until you said it right now. Yeah. But that does make sense. Just think about it. There is no past. And that makes it a lot easier to live in the present, actually. Right. Before, I used to think Absolutely. there's a choice. I thought, okay, I used to think, like, okay, don't live, well, before right now, I used to think, okay, I'm not going to live in the past, I'm not going to live in the future. But to say that there's, those things don't even exist, that I can only live in the present, that makes it seem a lot easier. Yeah, it is easier Like, I'm not to fooling live. myself. Right, it's easier to live in the present than it is to, the Avoid. fake idea. It's, it's a fake idea, there is no past. Really, it's an illusion. If you really, really pay attention, pray and watch, and you will see that anytime Satan wants to deceive you, he'll make you think about something that already happened or that something that's going to happen because he got to pull you out of the presence of God because he can't come into eternal. So he got to pull you out to make you think about something. And then once he got you thinking about something, he, he makes you think about something else. And something else, and something else. And now you want to jump off a bridge somewhere. You know, you want to hurt yourself. But you're living an illusion. It's all an illusion. It's an illusion to think that somebody loves you. Nobody loves you. <laughs> How does that feel? God loves me. He's the only one. Yeah. Believe me, he's the only one. Your mama didn't love you. Your daddy didn't love you. Nobody. Because they couldn't help it, they have no love. It's fake love. The reason our parents screwed us up because they didn't love us. They hated us. And they couldn't help it. And so you end up doing it to your children, your friends, and your family members. Same thing. There is no past. Are you doing the silent prayer morning and night? Yes. I morning would. and night? Yes. Only for like a minute. <laughs> Maybe two minutes sometimes. You see why people are suffering? <laughs> or I'll God. do I'll do it, but I'm still living in my head while I'm doing it, 
and then it does take a minute to really kind of observe it. It's just it's easy to get caught up into it, and when I do it, it's kind of like they get louder and more. But that's your fault because you won't let go. You won't be all in. You realize that you listen to the devil, that's evil. Anyone that listens to the devil is evil. Really. Anyone that listens to thoughts are evil. Yeah, so what is it not to not be evil? Not to listen to the thoughts. Because when you don't listen to the thought, you listen to God. You listen to the voiceless voice. So are the thoughts also illusions? Yes. It's like the young lady that says she turned red and hot <laughs> in the face because Satan is telling her everybody looking at you. They're thinking these things about you. And nobody here looking at it that way. They're not judging her. They just listen to another person talk. But Satan is telling them, oh, they're judging what you have on. They're doing this and doing that. It's a lie. And then you ask the person, why are you judging me? And they're like, what? I wasn't even thinking about you. They believe the lie. All lies from the devil is illusion, uh, illusions. They're not real at all. He is a deceiver. In him there is no truth. Zero to. He's all evil to the core. And so when you listen to him, you have two devils together. And Satan live off uh, anger. And he live off others, other people's anger as well. He live off hate and he live off being hated. Other people live off your anger, too. That's why they try to keep you angry so they can stay alive. And if they can't keep you angry, they'll have to go find some other angry people to pull into their circle in order to exist. This anger thing is evil. And anyone that tells you that anger is normal is lying to you. They are of the devil. That makes sense. But I, I do feel like because Satan tries to deceive people. Deceive that, you. Okay, deceive me. I he feel like. He won't let you pray. Go ahead, finish your point. Well, I would say because since he is being deceptive, that means he knows he's in the wrong, right? <laughs> yes, he knows he's well, Oh, that's a good point. Because I, I watched your, I watched when you asked, um, I forgot the question, like if he knows he's Satan. And what do you think? I think yes, because if not, like God has no, like, um, like, like people are, have no problem saying, oh, I love God. I'm a child of God when they like do worship Satan. But I'm saying if they knew they were in the wrong, they wouldn't be, um. So you think the devil knows he's the devil? Yeah, because if not, he wouldn't be deceptive. I think he knows when he's playing God. When you are the devil, do you know you're being the devil? Uh-huh. I would say to an extent, yes. You know you're the devil? No, no. You don't know you're the devil? I don't know I'm the devil, but <laughs> I do know if I'm being manipulative or if I'm trying to, like, get people to go to what I want to do or my outcome. But you don't see that you're being the devil then at that point when you're doing that? No, I do justify it. That's what the devil does. You're doing everything your daddy does. So the devil doesn't know he's the devil. Just like the devil people, they don't know they're the devil. They think they're right. Mm -hmm. But they're being the devil. 
Okay, so I would say no then. No then to what? That he doesn't know he's the devil. Because no. I do, I don't, when I am being evil, I, or when I am believing into my thoughts, I don't think I'm believing into my thoughts. Yeah. I think like, oh, I'm getting prepared for this, or I have to do that. Yeah. And then what I have noticed recently that is very frustrating, or not frustrating, but it's just like, well, what can you do, is that I never, like, when I think I'm going to do something, it never happens. Yeah, you're being and, the devil. Okay. See how cruel people are to one another? They don't know they're being the devil. You have Bible thumpers that are cruel to one another. And they think they're doing it because they love you. They think they're doing it because Jesus said it. They think they're doing it because it's the right thing to do, but they're cruel. They're being the devil. If you don't have perfect love, you're the devil. Because perfect love would never hurt another person, no matter what. Because they would be able to see, they would be able to understand. And it would be impossible to do that. Connive and all that kind of stuff. So you're the devil, girl. Hey, Satan. And she looks so innocent. <laughs> but really, you're being the devil. What? Are you all in? Yes. Um, I'm her dad. And I come to, you heard dad? I've been, I've been here before. Wow. And what does it, how does it feel knowing that's the devil right next to you? <laughs> I, I don't believe it. You don't believe she's the devil? She's not, she's not the devil. Oh, she's the devil. <laughs> not always. <laughs> Once the devil, always, until you overcome, repent. So have you overcome your anger? I would say, yeah. I don't, I don't have anger towards anybody or yeah. myself, especially. Oh, I think that's the most important inner, inner anger. So were you, your daughter, you've always been close to your daughter, or this is new? No. Did she forgive you? Yeah. And wh- what did you think about that when she said, hey, Dad, I'm sorry for everything? I wonder what I did. <laughs> she the devil. I didn't know what I did. Yeah. But she, she was doing it for her. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. So, I, I, I you know, we, we try our best as parents. Right. But if something, exactly. something bothered her that I did and she forgave me, then it was more for her. Yeah. And I also appreciated it. So it helped me out, too, in the same, at the same time. Right on, man. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are you all in? Yes. And what does it mean to be? You lost weight, huh? I've lost weight, yeah. You look amazing. Thank you. I wonder how come she look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Um, Are you all in? Yes. And what does it mean to be all in? Um, well, like she was saying, um, you know, not being in control and just really allowing God to work in your life. And, and how do you do that? Not being in your imagination. Um, you know, obviously doing the silent prayer, but um, like last month, um, I actually got sick. And um, this is the first time that I go like on a quote-unquote trial where I know God is in control and I'm not upset and I'm not trying to control it. And um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I lost weight. And even though it was like... It's nice getting sick sometimes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> a good diet. If you want to go on a diet, exactly. get sick. Right. <laughs> and Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Like, I thought, you know, I thought I was okay eating, but after, um, you know, me getting sick, um, it just, you know, I feel like God even revealed himself, like, hey, you, you really need to work on this. So, 
Um, so what does it mean to be all in? Well, I thought that was an example, but yeah, just allowing God to work in your life. And how do you do that? Not doing anything. Um, yeah, not being anything in about what life, like you know, friends, family. You know, just allowing God to work through you. Oh, okay. And yeah, just I don't know. Looking at like right now, I was thinking this week. I don't have any friends, or I can't be friends with people. And um, <laughs> were you surprised to discover you had no friends? No, I've, I've no anyone. Nobody has any friends, right? Y'all ain't got no friends. I know y'all think y'all have friends, <laughs> and you're not a friend, right? Yep, I'm not. A, yeah, definitely. So before, you know, I, I wanted to have like a group of friends and things like that, but now I'm like, you and know, why I, did you want that before? Um. Because I would see groups of people and they like, you know, they travel together and they have fun and, you know, they do things together. I'm like, that looks fun, but um, um, I'm okay right now. I'm okay not having friends or not being able to be a friend. And I have peace with it. Okay, good. Are you all in? Uh, Hold on for a minute. Am I all in? In the good old days, when boys were boys and men were men, yeah, men used to not wear hats in, oh. inside. Did you know that? Yeah, my hair was just kind of crazy this morning, so I just oh, like, threw a hat on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now all the guys are nerd with the hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody going? No, no, thank you. Yes. Uh, are I you all, all in? Am I all in? Yes. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And what does so. it mean to be all in? Um, I just know. I just know that at some point I've kind of uh, I've like submitted to God, and uh, and even though you know, even though some days are not, you know, some days are kind of more difficult than others. Um, at the end of the day, I just. Um, I don't know, I just have this knowing that that I've already kind of submitted to God. And when you say some days are difficult, in what way? Um, it's mostly um, it's mostly kind of like when I get in my own way. Um, so I'm kind of pretty, I'm like kind of willful. Or that's how I used to be, right. you know, more so, like very willful. And so it's... Um, uh, it's kind of uh, difficult sometimes still for me to kind of get out of my own way. What do you mean get out of your own way? Um, kind of like I kind of, you know, self-create problems or, you know, kind of in my head or willfully um, how some people were talking about. Like I kind of want like a result, like a certain thing, like I kind of want a certain outcome or, um, you know, kind of like I kind of want to get my way, kind of want to get something out of whatever, right? Out of the day or some goal I have or something like that. Can you give me an example of what you mean? If uh, you think of one. Yeah, so, um, uh, you know, maybe like, it, you know, at work, maybe like getting a raise or something like that, right? Uh, like some that's something that I kind of, um, that, you know, in a way, you know how you say with things, right? In a way, you know, what control do I really have over that? 
I could just do my work every day how I do my work. So you do your but, work in order to get a raise? Well, I, that's the thing. I, I don't. I, I, I just do my work. But as soon as I come across that, like, hey, man, like, you know, what, what about a little raise? You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, what, what about a little raise sometime? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometime, sometime, sometime soon. <laughs> and, so, and so at that point, it's like when you start wrestling with something, right? Oh, how am I going to do this? And so at that point... So you think about it first? Yeah. About asking the boss for a raise? Right. Like, you think about it first, then you start thinking, how am I going to go about this? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, how am I going to go about this? You know, when, when am I... You know what I mean? Am I going to start being extra nice to him or, or, or whatever, right? You're going to start showing off at work with certain things, right? Yeah. And so, um, and, and so, yeah. And so it's funny how you just start, you know what I mean? You just start opening like a can, I feel like. Yeah. You just start going into something, and next thing you know... You're like, I don't know, you're doing all this crazy stuff or something just to get, just because, like, you know what, my, this next, you know, this next uh, month is my, my two years here. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm going to really, you know, I'm going to make this count. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And so you're just kind of, I'm just very, uh, I just noticed that in me, like, very, uh, like, I, I want something to go, <laughs> to go a certain way. And so, yeah. um, uh, and so, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just fun. It's just funny to me. Sometimes. Why do you still listen to those thoughts? Um, because there's kind of a, there's still kind of like a, like a hope <laughs> of, uh, you think? A, a hope to kind of deny, uh, to kind of deny the, I don't know, like the fact that I have control over things. There's like a hope that I can still kind of be able to do something. You know what I mean? Something so you about it. your thoughts because there's a hope that. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like a shadow. Like I, I know in a, in a certain depth, I know that that's, you know, kind of like fake or something like that. But there's still, it's always, um, usually these sort of things when I get like into my thoughts and stuff, they come about because there's this thing of like, um, I don't know, like the devil is just kind of like, you know, hey, you know, this could be better or that. Right. You know what I mean? This could be, it's like a temptation. Like, hey, you know, you could do something about this. You don't gotta, <laughs> you know, you don't gotta go through this every day or something, whatever, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you could, you could dress a little better. Or you could, you know, you could get a better haircut or, you know, get a raise or, you know, whatever. It's like, it's always, it's always something that's creeping, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's creeping and, around the corner. And so you it's keep like, listening to it. Well, I, I, not so much anymore. And now I, I still do sometimes, but I, but at the, even when I get caught up, I'm kind of like, oh look, look what you're doing, man. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you're getting caught up in, in something. And Are so, you doing a silent prayer? Yeah. Every morning, every night. Yeah. Good. Stay with. It. Yeah. That's sure. some, those are some good examples, man. I knew exactly what you mean. Yeah, exactly. So it's um. And you don't believe yet that all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. No such thing as a true thought. I do, I do, but like I said, it's always, it, it's it's like a, it's like a double-minded type of thing. Yeah. When when it comes up, you think like, no, hold on, maybe this time, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe this time I could make I could make something happen. Yeah. You know, so it's always um I don't know, it's always interesting like that. So amazing. So yeah, it's been it's been kind of interesting. Nice. Yeah. Why do you get? Are you all in? Yes. And what? You are all in. I am. And what does it mean to be all in? To me, it means keeping my eyes on myself. And and not praying. And what does that mean? Um, what happens when you do that? 
Well, I, I see how my, well, not my, but the thoughts will lead me into like, I should do this, I should do that, and then I go, no. I, you know, I just, it's not, I just see that they're lies, so I just do nothing. Amazing. Yeah. I want to ask one more person, and I got to get to them. Uh, are you all in? I guess you brought this up maybe last week. I wasn't here, so you have to tell me what you mean by that, Jesse. Um, do you trust the Spirit of God all the way? <laughs> I made a decision about that, and that is what defines me as a believer in Christ. Uh, do I live up to it all the time? I'm constantly learning. I had a very good example in my life this week. So what now? I'm I'm constantly learning about how to trust him more, and I had an example in my life this week. Oh, okay. You yeah. Want to hear it? Yeah. I uh, I got a uh, citation for a red light camera ticket last year, and I decided to uh, go to the hearing because I'm very opposed to uh, to red light cameras in general and yeah. government surveillance and things like that. So I thought I would just go <laughs> and see what happens and. Uh, I didn't even know for sure. You know, you get these things in the mail, like after the fact, a few weeks later, you don't even remember being at the intersection, right? right. So that's part of my issue with the, the whole system. And it's, you know, it's obviously a money-making uh, scheme for the most part. So at any rate, I went down and I had all these thoughts of what I was going to say to the judge about uh, my opposition to red light cameras. And I was going to make a lot of inquiries about how they ran the process and this and that. And uh, I uh, I got there. And I walked in, and there were a couple officers, and they had a bunch of video uh, monitors set up and still photos and and videos. And I was kind of thinking, okay, what am I going to say? And these guys were pretty nice. And they started showing me uh, what happened when I got the ticket at this intersection. And they they showed me that I pulled up behind a car. I was the second in line, and the light was red. And then I went around the car. Make, to make a right turn and uh, slowed down, but I didn't stop. They explained to me that I needed to stop a second time when I got to the to the line, the white line. And they explained to me the citation, uh, excuse me, the code violation that I had. And I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, when am I going to get my explanation out here, you know, about, <laughs> about this? Am I going to go see the judge? How is this going to work? And they're telling me that this is a $600 ticket. And they're saying that everybody gets the same fine of $600, even if they come up to this light and just blow right through it, same as you, even though you came to a complete stop and you went around and there was no traffic and you looked both ways and you were almost at a complete stop and you continued safely through the intersection after that. So we're going to give you a dismissal for this particular ticket. And I'm standing there going, I had all these ideas and thoughts about how I was going to make this thing happen. And how I had this, you know, righteous perspective on the whole thing that I needed to set them straight. And God already had it planned out. He doesn't need me. <laughs> he doesn't need right. me. So that was a great blessing. And I, uh, I glorified God there in front of uh, those officers and, uh, and thanked them for their hard work. And that was a learning lesson. And so you ended up paying the ticket? was dismissed. You, oh, they dismissed it. They said, we're going, oh, yeah, we're going to give you a I, dismissal. I thought that you didn't have to pay those tickets anyway. Is it true that if a camera kept you running through the light, you don't have to pay it? 
in Los Angeles, they, they, uh, there were so many lawsuits uh, yeah. that they had to do away with the system in Los Angeles. Right on, man. So much corruption. This was in Culver City. No, oh, man. So they still have them, yeah. Well, nice. So you said you decided to to be all in with God? Yeah, I mean, that's really... But it's not working all the time? Uh, well, no, it works all the time. God always works, right? So it's a matter of me learning how to trust Him more. That's something that happens every day and every year of my life, how I learn to trust Him more. And how do you learn to trust Him? He has to teach me lessons like He did this week with this situation where I okay. had this plan, I had this idea... And all these thoughts about how I was going to, uh, uh, you know, get my way. Uh, and did you think those thoughts were your own? Well, I prayed about the situation a lot. I think some of them were. I don't, I don't think they were, they were unrighteous, but I was trying to control the situation. I was trying to put too much of my energy into planning the future. And yeah, as we know, that's, that's for God. That's not for us. Amazing. Uh, one day at a time. So Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Way in the back. Are you all amazing, sir? I'm glad you didn't have to pay you $600. Hey, man. Praise God. Yeah, you put that in the, in the donation box today. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord told you to get that to the church. <laughs> the young lady right here. Yeah. The young lady right here, yeah. In the back. Right there. Are you all in? Yeah, I think so. We had this conversation like Two week, three weeks ago? Two, and what does it mean to be all in? I think um, taking every day as it comes and personally not looking at any of my thoughts and realizing that all thoughts are lies and just kind of being still, doing the silent prayer and realizing from three weeks ago when we had this conversation that I wasn't all in. So I do want to be all in. So I've just been getting better at kind of analyzing what's going on in my brain or my mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Can people make you mad now as a result of being all in? Can you get angry? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think I would say more emotional than, than angry. Where do you think yeah. emotions come from? I guess the anger. Yeah. You can't get angry. Yeah. I mean, emotional unless you're angry. Yeah, nothing like it used so to emotion be. Emotion is like a child of yeah. anger or the children of anger. Hmm. Okay. So you should still get angry as a result of being all in? You get emotional? I would say compared to what it was, it's like nowhere near it. And since I've forgiven both of my parents, that's got way better, like day and night. But I was, I would say... Here and there. Here and there? Yeah, here and there. Um, are you doing a silent prayer? Yes. I do forget at night sometimes, but in the mornings, yes. So are you doing a silent prayer? I would guess I'd have to say no. If it's, yeah. <laughs> if God say pray without ceasing, mm -hmm. do you know that means to never stop? Yeah. That you don't have room to stop? And so when you don't do it at night, uh -huh. do you like, you know what God... I think you plan. I don't think you mean at <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because if you did decide to pray at night, you would rest. You would sleep very well. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Because Satan can cause you to think on things even in your sleep. And you have nightmares and weird dreams and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he'll work on your mind. 
Mm-hmm. But God want to renew your mind. That makes sense? Yep. Yeah. Are you all in? Way in the back. Um, can't say I'm all in, but I'm, I'm more in than I was, you know, when I started getting on this path. And why not all in? Um, I know we talked about before anger. I don't, I, I really do feel like I let go of anger, uh, just because I know what my life was like when I had kind of like that short fuse with everything Yeah. and I don't have that anymore, but I do get annoyed and I do get frustrated. And I do get disappointed still in people. And, and why? Um, Partially, I'm sure it's because I'm judging them in a way. Yeah. But um, it's like I feel like in my mind, or at least how I think about it, it's like I feel like I'm trying to live my life in the right way with perfect peace. But it's like I'm getting poked and, you know, needled by the world and people around me. And it's like I can't help but feel annoyed and frustrated with them, you know? So you're not all in then? Uh-uh. But I think I'm, in, I'm more in than I was, you know, before. Why not go all the way in? I, I just don't know. I, I like to know myself, you know. It's like, well, how, do you, how do you deal, like, you know, I talk about this all the time. It's like I, we still have to kind of get through the world in a way. And it's like, how do we do that when there's all this crap going on, you know? So it's like. Do you believe that's possible to get through the world with all the crap going on? I I, th- I, w- I like to believe it is. It's just I, I haven't – I've yet to see it for myself, to right. live it my, through myself, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. TJ, are you all in? I'd say yes. And what does it mean to be all in? No doubt. No doubt? Okay. No doubt about what? Anything. About anything? Anything. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, Jesus said, unless you lose your life, your little crappy life, (laughs) you're going to live this way for the rest of your life and die with your crappy life. Isn't that amazing? Unless you lose your crappy life, you're going to always have a crappy life, and then you'll die. All in the name of Jesus, with the word. You have to be all in or not. You must die. And, it, and it's, not, it's not you that's dying. It's the not you that's dying. It's the ego must die. And the way you let the ego die, first of all, you got to stop identifying with it. You got to stop identifying with the crappy stuff you're talking about, how the world poking at you and carrying on. They're not poking at you. They're poking at the ego. They're not you. But because you identify with it, you think it's you. That's not you at all. You are life. You're creating God's image. And, but you identify with the not you. You identify with the ego. You identify with anger. You identify with what people say and do. You identify with the people with the master on the center. So you got to tell them to take it off. You identify with that because you identify with the ego. And that's a crappy life. Really, it takes everything personal. It worries. It's afraid. Everybody that has not died from the ego have fear. All of Satan's children have fear because Satan is a fear. He's afraid. And so you have his nature. And that's why you have, but God said, unless you let that go, 
you'll live a whole 80 years of crappy life in fear, in doubt, worry, living in the future or the past, which doesn't exist, uh, being upset because of whatever. That must die. And the way that that die, number one, you got to realize you're not your thoughts. You're not your ego. You're not the feelings. You're none of those things at all. So you got to stop getting an identity from it. And so you got to let go and let things happen. When people are poking at you and trying to hurt you, be glad for it. Really. Because they are, and if you don't respond to it, don't react, don't get mad, don't judge, that thing is dying. And in order to die, you must live. You must go all the way down in hell. And you will rise again. And you will live. And you will be in the world, but not of it. You'll be able to live in this messed up world because the world ain't going to change anytime soon. The world itself, outside of you, inside of others, is not going to change. But you could be in it and, uh, and uh, not bother by it at all. I don't care how high the gas prices go. I don't care how, how empty the stores are. You would not have one thought about it. You would see that, wow, this is crazy what they're doing, right? But it wouldn't affect, you would have no fear about it. You don't have to go to the store and buy up all the groceries. They have like 10 loaves of bread there, and you buy all 10, right? <laughs> you would think, let me leave some for other people. Somebody, you know, I can only eat one loaf at a time. But if you have fear, you buy all the loaves on the shelf. Because you think, I don't want them to run out of, in case they run out of bread before I can want some more, right? You got to really just let it happen. You have to let these things happen. Let them happen. Then you, the ego is dying. And when that thoughts, when the thoughts and the pain come, you will know that, wow, that's not me. You start to see that it's not you. Because the real you is coming alive. You know how Christ died and went to hell and then he rose? That's what you have to do. That hell that's in you must die. You must let it just die. I was, Joel, I was talking to Joel yesterday. And uh, he was telling me about how, you know, he like been spending a lot of time alone doing his job thing. And he realized he had to really die. He started, that's what I tell you, it's so important. you got to have that downtime. That quiet time. Satan doesn't want you to sit still because he doesn't want you to have that quiet time. Because when you have that quiet time, the light is going to shine on the darkness, which is the nature of Satan. And you're going to get a glimpse of that. And the more you get the glimpse, the more you want. And then you get more and more and more. So you got to have that quiet time. He was telling me how he could just see now. He thinks he couldn't see before. And one thing he said that he was afraid to let go to just fall because he didn't know that God would catch him. God will catch you. And then you'll start believing in him in a way that you believe in Satan, except that his would be love, his would be life, his would be real. You don't believe in God when you believe in imagination. You do not believe in God. When you get mad at one another, when you try to hurt one another, when you're jealous and envy, you're believing in Satan. You do not believe in God. But you tell yourself that you're holy and you believe in God. But you don't. You got to be willing to drop. And you'll see that God will catch you. And the end is over with the hell. 
And then you start seeing these different thoughts coming, but it wouldn't mean anything to you. But you got to let people be mean to you. Be glad when they're mean. Don't be mean back. Let it happen. Be glad when they're trying to embarrass you. Because if you react to the embarrassment, it's all ego. Because now you care what people think about you reacting to the embarrassment. So you're going to try to hurt somebody or go and hide or something like that. When you try to hide, you think you're hiding a reputation. You ain't got no reputation. It's all an illusion. And so you protect an illusion, which is the nature of Satan. But when you're willing to be all in, you stop protecting any aspect of the ego. And so when you have to speak in an audience and Satan telling you, oh, what they're thinking about you, you don't care about that because you have nothing to hide. You don't, you're not protecting the ego. You know what I mean? That makes sense a little bit? You've got to stop protecting the ego. It's not you. you identifying with it. You are identifying with it. You cannot identify with anything or anyone. You can't identify with your mama, your daddy, your money, your house, your clothes, your whatever. It becomes your God. And you get a false identity with it and you're protected. You cannot identify anything. Nothing. As a matter of fact, and then I'll tell you, you and then here. As a matter of fact, God the spirit of, of Christ, which is the spirit of God, hate identity. And identity hate the spirit of God. Because it's Satan playing like he knows it. When you identify with it, when you have ideas. When you have ideas, you think you know what you want. Satan is deceiving you. you Satan is your daddy. Because you think you have ideas about things. Of ourselves, we can do nothing, and of ourselves, we know nothing. So we have to let life just go through us. Because if you have any idea or identity, you're going to block hell right in you, and it will destroy you. But if you let it go through you, you'll be fine. Uh (laughs) You got to be willing to die. Really. You got to doubt every thought. And Satan trying to make you afraid to doubt a thought. What, what's going to happen if I doubt this? How will it turn out? What will happen with this or that, right? Doubt it. You'll see. Let it pass. You're supposed to pray and watch. All you have to do is watch thoughts and don't do anything about them. Nothing. You, nothing is required but to pray and watch. It's like sitting at the gate waiting for Jesus to come through the gate. And you're paying attention because you don't want to miss Jesus when he walked by. So you're paying attention. Pray and watch. It's going to blow your mind. And you're going to see how wicked you are. People who have anger, all of us who have anger, are wicked to the core. And it goes deeper because you're deep into it and you don't know it. So you have all these ideas about things and they're all evil. When you think you're good, you're evil. Uh huh. Yes, sir. And then here. And then I got to get to the biblical question. We're running out of time here. This is so good, the biblical question. Yes. I guess when, when, when you were talking, I was just playing back in my head, like all the stuff I'm 
kind of going through. And it's like, is it? Are we just meant to? Just, and I know you say it all the time. Just speak when, when all this wrong and evil comes to your door. It's like you just you're really just meant to speak up but not resent. Good question. Yeah. The world say speak up, but yeah. God says be quiet. I thought you said speak up. They're trying to speak up about like the government doing what they're trying to do to us, right? Yeah. You speak up about that, right? But all this evil stuff that go through the mind and what people try to do to you, don't speak up. Let that happen. Right. Because if you speak up, you're trying to prevent it from happening. Because you're worried about the outcome or you're worried about the effect it may have on you or what others are going to think. Don't speak up about those things. But you speak up about physical things. You know, you deal with the government, practical things. We don't want the government going to Ukraine and leaving us wide open. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking on a smaller scale, like your everyday life type of stuff. Like, I'm like just a short example is like I'm dealing the work now is like they're really pushing the woke stuff even more so than they used to, and it's like I started speaking up against it. I'm like, look, you're I, I asking I think pretty innocent questions like where do we draw the line? Because like a couple months ago, it was you know wherever it was then. Like it's like now it's like they're. I don't want to broadcast too much of it, but it's like right. it's like they're really pushing all this woke nonsense where it's like it, it's like a lot further than it was a couple months ago. Is and it it's like, personally affecting you? Kind of. It, it, is it spiritual affecting or no? Because I, I it, no, it's like it's affecting me like kind of like practically in my everyday life, like work life. And I know it's and believe and I get spiritually because it doesn't really affect me because it's like I know it's wrong. I know they don't know better. Uh, but it's just like I'm kind of in the middle of it because it's it's part of what I have to do at work, and it's like I've started to speak out, and I there you know it's all canned HR responses like oh well thank you for your concern but you know nothing really comes out of it yeah HR is, yeah it's a, I know it's it's like I'm fighting a useless battle but right it's like, HR is your enemy right right I know they're yeah and I, and I know that going in it's just like I feel like I felt like I kind of just needed to do it and again it's probably all ego too to like say like look. And I'm not even flat out telling them that they're wrong. I'm just asking them innocently, like, where are we drawing the line here? Because it's like, it's starting to get into the, it's starting to like get into the, the sphere of like discrimination now against, against you, against white people, pretty oh, much. Okay. Um, and it's like I, I'm blatantly asking them, like, where are we drawing the line? And they, they're not giving me any answers. So it's like in that, in those cases, like. That's what I meant by, like, needling and poking. It's like, I feel like I'm doing the right thing, calling them out on it, subjectively calling it, like, the right thing, not just morally or spiritually. I feel like it's just objectively the right thing to do. Well, because I don't know exactly what it is, what I recommend is don't be angry. I'm not angry. I'm really not. Don't get angry at all about it, and you stay present, and you will see what you do. Right. Because what all people don't realize is that God, like, truly love us, and he will work everything out all the time if you don't get into the imagination about it. Right. The imagination is totally wicked. If you never got into your imagination about anything, you have peace right now. Because in reality, we don't have troubles. We yeah. only have the imagination. So, like, But when this stuff does come to your doorstep, so to speak... How are we meant to address it? Like it's it's not like don't I'm going out of my on, way. It's coming it, to me. You know it, what I mean? Don't plan on how. Yeah. Don't work. Don't even think about how. Stay present mm-hmm. so you can see how. It'll be perfect and it'll always work out. Okay. So don't plan how. 
Don't plan what you're going to say or what you're going to do. Have a wait and see attitude. And when it's happening, stay present with God. And he will show you how to defeat the devil. It will mm-hmm. blow your mind. Okay. Really. Yeah. Do not get into thoughts of trying to figure out how, what to do at all. Let it happen, but you stay present in, in internal with God. There's no time there, right? So you stay present, and he will take care of his son. And it will blow your mind. It would be so perfect. All right. So just real quick then, would you say um, when I do get – again, I, I really don't feel like I'm getting angry, but I do feel like annoyed and frustrated. Is, is, it, is all the same thing Yes, much? sir. Okay. Because in him, none of that exists. In the real you, annoyance and anger and all that, it doesn't exist, yeah. but you still listen to the thoughts and think of that as you. And Satan will tell you, oh, look, this is getting out of control now. Yeah, yeah. They hate the white man. This is racist. <laughs> You listen to that, and so Satan is giving you things. Go speak up. Go do this and do that. You're not listening to God. You're listening to Satan. Mm-hmm. So in those moments, be glad that those moments are happening, meaning let them happen. Don't try to fight it all, but stay present. And, watch, and don't, pay, don't give in to any thoughts about it at all. It will always work out for you. Okay. And then you will see that God is with you, and that will cause you to want more light and more light and more light. It really will. But you got to let that happen. Right. You really got to let it happen. Don't let the job be so important to you or the ego be so important to you. You feel like you got to do something. That's the thing, too. It's like I, I really – all this stuff that we're saying, that you're saying, I, I do see it. I, when, especially when, I'm, when it's all playing out in front of me, I do see it all. Yeah. And it's just like – and it's, it's funny, too, because it's like when literally – Everyone in the room is kind of like nodding their head in agreement, and I'm the one moron that says something about it. Like it's it's like it's funny to see how they kind of get blindsided by it, and they kind of have to think on their feet. And so it's like I do see the effects of speaking up when it's appropriate. Yes, because it's like it does throw off their game, and it does throw off like the stuff that they're trying to do. But it, you know, it's 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 yeah, it's still a struggle for me trying to like do it the right way. Never speak up from the imagination. Okay. Never, ever, 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 but never, never, never speak up from the imagination. If it coming from there, let it pass. Gotcha. And you stay present, then you'll see it. It'll turn out well. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? It does, yeah. Never, ever speak up. The imagination is wicked. God even said the sin is of the, of the mind, the thought. It's not the act itself. Most people think the sin is the act. But it's the thought, because if you didn't have the thought, you would never do the act. Have you ever paid attention to yourself about those kind of things? If you never had the thought, you would never do the act. you got to have the thought first. It's impossible to carry out the act without the imagination. And without that, you stay present all the time. Like when you want to raise, right? You don't need to be worried about it. Just do what you need to do. And he will make a way for the race to happen. It'll blow your mind, right? But if you got to, oh, Lord, how am I, how am I asking my ball for a race? Maybe I'll take him an apple. Uh, uh, you're asking the ball, do you like cake? And you go home and make your wife make a cake. <laughs> and the ball will eat the cake and still won't give you a race. <laughs> that makes sense? Yeah, but um, don't, don't uh, Hold on. Yeah, I, that completely makes sense. But again, devil speaking maybe over here. But 
Um, I said the devil, devil speaking over here, maybe, but um, doesn't it also like does don't they also say like uh, like closed mouths don't get fed, like or I don't know. There's like Who's a Bible verse. That? I don't know. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like the. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't you have to like isn't there like because i see like these rules and stuff right or whatever but it, i mean do, isn't there a time and a place doesn't there come at a point where you're like okay well you know if you don't if you don't speak up then you're not going to get what you want or you know what i mean or you're not that going to Satan tell you well i mean the 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 job of a like of a business owner right is naturally to right keep like employees minimally paid and stuff like that right not necessarily not necessarily but I don't pay my employees oh, there you go <laughs> no I'm playing I pay them <laughs> but um, don't put anything on their mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no not I mean not for nothing but it's like. Uh, I don't know that like that's seriously one of the things that I think about because don't think about it. Like naturally speaking, listen. Yeah. Don't think about it. Right. Keep your mouth closed so you don't get fed. Right. No, if you really, I'm telling you, yeah. if you live in internal with God, right, everything going to work for you. He said, take no thought about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, about money or anything. I'll right. take care of all those things. Yeah. You don't need to think about those things. You yeah. just think on these things. Right. So you stay present with Him. And he he'll make a, a a race happen for you. Yeah. If not that, another amazing opportunity will come for you. Yeah. But if you're thinking on those things, you in the future, which is an illusion, and you're trying to make something happen, right? And it'll never go right for you. Yeah. No. Because sure. you make one decision, one decision requires another decision, another decision, and now you're in a mess. Yeah. No, I see that. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and then if you have to ask your boss for a raise, you would know when it'll be perfect. Yeah, and it'll be easy. You wouldn't have to think about doing it. Right. It'll just happen. For sure. But you got to stay away from the thoughts. Got it. Makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah, you got to stay. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Listen, the imagination is evil. That's why he said, "Bring every thought into captivity. Every thought about anything, no matter how simple it seems." Or how bad it seems. Don't go with it at all. You listen to the devil. Every thought. No matter what. And don't hold on to anything. Keep your glass empty. And he will guide you. Real fast, Frankie. Yes, sir. Um, I just recently tried something about a month ago. Uh, talking about being all in, um, you know, uh, listening to music and radio and TV, yeah. you know, 24-7. Uh, from the age of five, I grew up in a house where we always had music and news on. And uh, even my dad, my, it comes from my dad, and my dad would have the news 24-7. Three o'clock in the morning, I'd be hearing the news, I'd wake up and hear it. And it was affecting me, traumatizing me, you know, about wars and people getting killed oh, and yeah. riots and things, right? And just a little kid listening to it. And I didn't think it affected me. Anyways, uh, long story short, today or a month ago, I realized I'm in the house and I've got two radios on, 
different stations. I'm listening to both of them, watching TV <laughs> and the computer. Sometimes my friend would, friends would come over and say, hey, what's, what's up with this? Why you got, I can't even, I can't even relax. And what I realized is uh, that I've been, I would go to work and I'd have all the stresses of the world in me. And I'd come home and then I'd refill them with new stresses and no place to be silent, to be still, to be calm. Yeah. So I did one thing where I just had one radio on. I said, wow, I can hear what they're saying. Then, you know, I turned the TV off and then I turned everything off, you know, all in. I come home and actually sit down for five minutes. It's, it's the weirdest thing for me. I've never been in a room other than in my bedroom um, alone like that. Uh, and then in, even in the bedroom, I have no TV in there. The whole spirit of that room is different. Yeah, and it's just it's shockingly different. And so uh, I, I find time just going in there and just sitting on the chair and just just being still with my eyes open. It's just it's the weirdest feeling. And uh, I do it in the car now, no radio. And I find that the hell that was going into me has kind of stopped. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a gigantic piece now that I, I, I go home and enter the house with no radio, no you music, gotta have no time. TV, yeah. no, no, no glass of wine, no nothing. What an alcoholic. Yeah, and just, uh, <laughs> and so, because I... You got all the distractions. I would always uh, jump to these things, <laughs> you know, yeah. as stress relievers. And so that's the greatest thing in the last month that I, I've kind of seen all in. And what I have to add to that, when you wake up in the morning, do not reach for your cell phone. Right? Do not turn on the TV right away. Wake up, look around, maybe you want to wash your face, go sit still. Be still. And then you get up and you will find that you're not all in your head, you're not so distracted, you're present with God. And the more you do that, more present you become. And his ways is mind-blowing. They're not like yours at all. And the last thing Satan is wanting you to have that quiet time. When God said, be still and know me, he meant that. And so if you want a life, you got to let this life die. This ego die. It has to die. And it's, it's a painful death. Let me tell you that now. It's not like you just lay down and die, right? You take a pill and then you die. The ego is a painful death. It feels like you are dying. And that's why a lot of people don't want to go through it. Because it's really painful. You can hardly walk sometimes. And all the reason it's so painful because you have identified with it for so long. So it feels like you're dying. It's like you're talking to you and you're feeling the pain. And this pain is heavy and all that. It's not you dying. It's that spirit in you. It's dying. And God will catch you. He really will. But you gotta let let this mess happen. Just let, in a practical way, you you protect yourself from harm's way. You know, somebody try to hurt you. Of course, you defend yourself. But spiritually, don't defend yourself. Don't defend yourself at all. Just let it happen. Because nobody on this earth can judge nobody anyway. Everybody got issues because they live in their imagination. 
They're no different than you. The same hell that's going on in you is going on outside of you and them. That's why they try to give you their hell because they're catching hell, so they need more hell to stay alive. <laughs> they do. They need the hell in you to stay alive. But if they come up to you and you don't have it, they have to go and find somebody else with some hell in them. They can't get it from you because you have life. So you got to, if you want to live, if you want to overcome this miserable life you have, because everybody with anger got a miserable life. Everyone with anger, I don't care how much money you have, where you live, you have a miserable life. And you try to pretend it's nice, but it ain't nice. You have fear. You have doubt. You worry. You're up and down emotionally. In God, there is no emotions. Emotions, God is a dispassionate God. Satan is emotional. Satan is emotional. I was looking at some news reporter, and they were showing these women and children in Ukraine, and they were all crying. And so the reporter started crying. I'm like, what the? She over here in L.A. somewhere, or New York. <laughs> what is she crying for? But she felt holy for crying for that. She felt like, oh, I love these people. And they don't fight for us at all. You don't see them on cry- crying on TV about high prices for us. Or, or the evil, everybody and their mama coming across the borders. And it's been reported over 100,000 people have overdosed on drugs in America. Ain't nobody crying about that. Where are the tears for those people? Why are you crying over you, you, what, Ukraine child, but you ain't crying over American child? Abortions happen in everyday like drinking Kool-Aid. Like drinking watermelon juice. <laughs> and nobody crying over that. They're not crying over babies being killed inside the woman's womb, but they're crying over the women in Ukraine. Just think about that. So anyway, real fast, what do men and women want from one another? Faithfulness, support. You said, what was the first thing you said? Faithfulness. Support, love. And why do they want that? that? That's what you want from a man? Yeah. You want faithfulness, love, and support. Correct. And why do you want that? Because I think it's God's design, right? But why do you want it? Because that, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice? It's nice. Have you, you ever gotten that from a man? Uh, sometimes I've gotten that. You have? Yeah. You got it from a boyfriend or a husband? A boyfriend. And why are you still with him then? Why am I still with Why you're not with, are you with that boyfriend now? Or be- it was tem- temporal, yeah. For a while I got it, but then, you know, things but it disappeared? Yeah. And what happened when it disappeared? What did you do? I, I just moved on, and I. You said, you know what? You ain't okay. faithful. Yeah. You not. You don't love me, and I'm done. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Were you? Did you love him? I think so. Yeah. Did you love him? Yeah, I did. You loved him, 
And so why did you leave him then if he, uh, when he did not give you what you wanted? Because um, I love myself more. You loved yourself more than him? Yeah. What an ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't love him then? Um, I guess it, it was conditional love. It know? was conditional love? Conditional love, yeah. If, if he was going to be faithful to me and, you know, I would be faithful to him, but the minute that he wasn't... So that's not real love. Yeah, I guess it wasn't real love. It was like, if you don't love me, I ain't going to love you. Right. So did you know you were on an ego trip? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just... If if I'm going to be in a relationship, I expect that person to, to be faithful to me. Why not just expect you to be faithful? Don't worry about him. Yeah. Will you stay with someone that's not faithful to you? I'm, I'm, I'm just asking, <laughs> why would you worry about that from him rather than you being that way? I don't know. You ever thought about that? No. Because <laughs> I'm and, ego, of my ego. <laughs> yes. You want it your way, your ideas, and if it doesn't go your way, you're going to give him hell. Well, not hell, but just goodbye. You know, it just wasn't for me. And right. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um, what do men, it's about what do men and women want for one another, each other? Okay. Uh, Keep it clean. I believe, yeah. <laughs> so, I believe that. Yeah, hold uh, on a minute. Uh, are you worried that she's going to fall off the chair or something? Why are you doing all that? Yeah. Leave that lady alone, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll sit Every time I talk to him, he like grab her <laughs> and hold her hand. Hold her. Yeah, yeah. Leave that woman alone, mama. Yeah. They, what do you think is going to happen to her? <laughs> I'm worried. You know, so About what? No, no, I'm not worried. I'm, yeah, you are. Yeah, You're I am a, worried. A no. nervous nanny. <laughs> what are you worried about? You make no, me I'm not nervous. Worried. I'm not worried. I can, I can when, when I talked to him, he like he put an arm all the way around her. Yeah, and then he yeah. rubbed the hand. Yeah, it's, what, the, it's, the, it's the, con, the condition. The conditions. What? It's just natural hot water. What's wrong? No, nothing. Nothing's wrong. It's just like I just that's a you natural afraid, thing. You want to lose her? Yeah. No, no. She can. You she can come and go as she cares. You know, she's free, completely free. No, yeah. she ain't free. You got to lock down. I can think of many words. Three to make one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, What's it's, wrong? Nothing's wrong. Nothing. But why are you, mm-hmm. you holding her and choking her like that? Well, no. She, I mean, she reaches for me. I reach for her. It's a thing that we do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what are you so, because of time, what are you so nervous about? Now, every time I speak to her, you just, oh, you, uh, you shiver. Well, but no, it's because speaking, speaking sometimes is you know it's a it's kind of nerve, a nervous, a nerve wracking. Well, speak to her, not you. Why are yeah. you nervous? Uh, well, mine's more like a my like oh like um like I'm proud. I'm proud that you did, you know that you were to, that you expressed yourself like those ways. But I you don't, don't have to do that, Mama. Don't be no, proud no, of it. No, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll stay, right, you, you won't see me touch her for the rest of the time. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so proud? She's speaking. You go by. No, I just you I go just buy have, some ice cream after this. Huh? No, no, yeah, no, some mochi in in uh, in Little Tokyo. Exactly, that's yeah. exactly what we were about to do. I was mm-hmm. yeah. 
Why are you so proud she's speaking? I, I, I'm just happy that she's here with me. She didn't know anything about this. And, and she, she's doing she, fine, she, though. Yeah, and she came, and it was a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm just so happy, you know, that she's here. But don't know? be that happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she think, why this man let me go? Yeah, I hope she does. Well, though, if this you is ever, If you ever stop treating her that way, she's going to adopt you. Yeah, I know. Yes, 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 yes. Because um, you totally catered her ego all the way. I... She said, "If you ever don't do that, <laughs> you're out." Yeah, she's she's so beautiful. These things. Like, oh Lord, yeah. she's so beautiful. Yeah, that's why nice you got on lockdown. Well, is it? That's why you have on lockdown. No, no, I just I'm just happy what's wrong to, with you? to be with with her. You know, you ain't never had one before. No, I've had women, yes, <laughs> but what is it? Uh, come to the men's meeting. You can tell us at the men's meeting. I've, I've wanted to come Thursdays, right? Every uh, first Thursdays, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, you got some issues going on. No, well, I, I, it's, she can be beautiful. You'll have to have on lockdown. No, I was thinking the same thing, <laughs> and I knew it was going to be brought up. I knew that this was going to happen. I knew it. What? Know, what? <laughs> that you were going to pinpoint that. I already knew it. Already. I could pinpoint what? Uh, that that I have my arm around her, and that you know they were holding. I'm holding her hand. I knew that was going to happen. But you're all nervous and you're shaking and you're no, no, I'm not down. nervous. I'm completely fine. Everything's no, you're not fine, fine man. Yeah, everything. Well, yeah. Well, what does fine stand for? It's like freaked out, insecure, uh, whatever, and then emotional or something like that. But just relax. Leave yeah, my yeah, alone. Yeah. Let her breathe. It's our first time. You know, that's just like. But she's you know, doing yeah. better than you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's handling this much better than you. <laughs> yeah. No, she's a good girl. She is. You know. No girl is good. Well, as as good as it could get. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, nothing. Well, now I feel something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let her go. Let her breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an aspiring uh, physical therapist. You know, I'd be like just massaging her hands. She has, you know, yeah, she types lying. a lot. <laughs> Dang, why are you doing that? You know, every, it's, Leave her alone. Yeah, though, no, like you guys feel I'll, I'll the ego. Right let her feel the ego pain. She she she's answering really well. No, no, she's doing a great job. That's why I'm happy that she's doing such Did a great mama, job. Did your mama used to do that to you? No, uh, like like uh, hold me a Tell lot. Tell you how proud she. I'm so no. proud of you, babe. No, no, we barely started saying we love you like last year. <laughs> no, oh. just play. Like, no, but we didn't grow up like that. No, it wasn't. Well, leave. Don't. No, no, I'll, I'll go her. sit over there. I'll go sit over there the rest of no, the time you here. Can <laughs> <laughs> you can sit there, but just sit there like you're a grown man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 gonna work out. We're gonna we're gonna get through this <laughs> together. You know. <laughs> Is she gonna yell at you in the car? Uh, now she will, yeah. No. no, she doesn't yell. She doesn't yell. She, she's, she, she is very. Uh, but it's about you, not her. Yes. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with me? Uh, the, um, well, what was, I guess I was touching her too much, right? <laughs> Even she doesn't want you carrying on like that over her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, you're overdoing it. Mm-hmm. But we'll deal with that later. Yeah, we're gonna deal with that for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, we're gonna work <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, last word. Oh, yes. Um, what, what do men want from? What, what do you want from a woman? Well, uh, I believe that men and women do not know what they want from each other. What do you they, want from a woman? 
I don't know. And why don't uh, you know? That's a good point. Most, you know, most people, um, they want what they were taught to want yeah. from the opposite uh, sex, you know, from, you know, because right. my grandma would tell me, you know, oh, you know, dude, you, do, you should be like this, you should be like that yeah. to the girl, blah, blah. No, we really don't know, you know, so. Absolutely. We don't know any, we don't know. We don't, Absolutely. Yeah. The young lady, what do you want from a ma- young man? Um, just like she said, honesty, um, trust, love, protection, to feel secure. And why do you need all that from him? I never got it when I was little. Yeah. Um, as I was growing up from my parents, like I stated, we grew very tough. Um, we just barely got it recently due to my mom's passing. Um, we are going through something personal. So trust is out the door right now. Right. And we're starting to learn to trust one another again. You and your boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Well, we're not, we don't identify as a boyfriend and girlfriend. We're working through it. Would you identify as an it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, binary? <laughs> What do you mean you identify? And, um, and you don't have to put your personal stuff out there. Don't do that. Right. But so you don't trust him? As of right now, I wouldn't say fully trust him, but we are working through. Is he trying to prove to you that you can trust him? Yes, definitely. And what do you think about that, that he's trying to prove it to you? It's hard for me to believe. Right. So the more he tries to prove it, the less you believe it. In a way, yes, um, but I do give him his chance. I mean, I do believe people deserve chance, second chances, um, but to a certain extent. And with our personal issue, it's just been way past the certain extent. But I do see that he truly loves me, and he truly wants to be in my life to support me. But there is... Again, thoughts in my head yeah. um, that pushes me away from him. Yeah. And I would just say I need to learn to let that go. Yes. And forgive him. Yes. And stop resenting him for what he's done. I know I have my faults. Absolutely. And he's made me see that and realize that. And that's why I'm here for him, not only for him, but for me as well. I was afraid to come. I was afraid to speak up um, through this whole hour of listening to you. Um, I came to terms that this will help me through our life, through our process of just forgiving each other. Uh, Let it go. Because in all honesty, there's nothing he can do to prove to you that whatever he did, he won't do it anymore. Right. Either you let it go or you guys need to go your way. Right. Because the more he tries to prove it to you, the worse you're going to get. And then after a while, he'll become irritated and just be a mess, right? Right. He, you let it go. Let it go. And if, he's, and if he's doing the right thing now, just let that be. But don't worry about it. Don't even think about it at all because he can't make you believe him. Right. He could get up every morning and jump up and down and build you a house and buy you a new car and 
and stay home 24 hours a day, and you still won't trust him. Right. So come out, you know better than him. We all do stupid things in the fallen state, right? So let it go and see what happens. Don't even bring it up anymore. Right. Just stay away from thoughts on it. I'm learning. Yeah, nice. Are <laughs> uh, you turning red and burning? <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of calmed down and settled in. Come up here for a minute. So what now? I kind of calmed down and settled in. It's nice, huh? Right. Are you glad you came? Yes, I'm very glad. It's helped me a lot. I feel like I wanted to talk to him about this later on, but I just feel like we should come more often. Yeah. We did travel from here. Um, Where are you from? Bakersfield, California. Two oh, hours wow. away. Nice. Yeah, let it go. Don't listen to any thoughts about it at all. Right. Let him go to work. Let him be late. Don't let Satan tell you, oh, he's he, blah, 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 right? Don't believe it. It's all lies. Right. And just wait. If, if something goes, you'll see, and you'll see what to do about it. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, so let it go. And make sure you do the silent prayer. Start doing that so you can come out of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to drive him away because he can't prove it to you. Either you accept it or not. Right. And he's crazy for even trying to prove it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I speak for Mama. That's right. <laughs> um, she knows. Uh, I'll be quick. Um, she knows. I've told her. I have nothing to prove to her. Yeah. Uh, she can only see, and she'll see for herself. So, right. Um, I know in me, I have nothing to prove. Um, and that that's basically nice. It, so. Yeah. Let that go. All right. So long story short, because of time, women are looking for a father's love. They're looking for the real love, a father's love. They're, they're not looking for the three-letter word. They're not looking for uh, anything but a father's love that comes from God. They're looking for that. They're yearning for that. And they don't get it because men are so pathetically weak today. They're, like, disappointed. And so it's disappointing to a woman when a man is weak. A woman must obey her husband. A man should not settle for less. If she's not going to obey you, you can find out, are you going to obey me? And and she said, well, I'll obey you if you do it this way or if that happens. You dump her right away. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's like when men don't obey God. It doesn't work. Life does not work, right? And so men, you gotta, you should only marry a woman that is going to absolutely obey you. Because if not, Satan got her mind going another different direction. And it's not going to work. Never compromise. But you got to be right for, so you, you got to be present too, so you can see how to be that way. Because that's what perfect love is. If you ever compromise with a woman, you dead. You dead. She'll kill you. Maybe not physically kill you, but spiritually she'll kill you. You're out. You're gone. Because she's listening to the devil, and that the devil loves weak men. He loves destroying men because you represent God. You're the light of the world, right? You may be a weak light, but you still represent the light. And you have to demand that you obey. All these uh, career women, what do you call them? Career women and educated women, are, don't marry those women. They ain't going to obey you. And it's not going to work. And that's what dating is for, to find out all that. 
And you ask him, what, what do you want? And he asks you, what do you want? You get to know, right? And, when you, and you listen closely. Don't let Satan say, oh, she'll obey like later. She ain't going to obey. <laughs> she'll obey after the wedding. No, she won't. And men, women don't want you grabbing and carrying on. They think they want that because of the ego, but they prefer you to be strong. Their nature want you to be strong so that you can bring them into your world of peace. Really, they want to come into a world of peace, not another world of hell. And men who are weak, your world is hell. And so a man and a woman get together, oh, you know, they have two devils fighting. And then they have children and destroy the children. So you got to get over the anger and you see women want men to be strong. And they, they may not even say it out loud, but inwardly, that's what they want. They want a man that can lead them, not follow, but lead. All right? Think about it. And men are pathetic nowadays. They're working, they cry. They miss mama. They, they, it's a mess. And these women are suffering because y'all won't be men. You won't return to the father so you can bring them with you. You'll go into their world and make up excuses. Sorry, ladies. But the ladies want, they want strong men, men of righteousness. A man that doesn't have anger. A man that has perfect love. Chris, come and read this for me. I want to read this if poem for you. And then we're out of here. And the if poem is the New Testament. And so if you let yourself die, that old useless life you have, that hell of a life you have, if you let it die, this is what you will become from within. Hit it. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, this is uh, If by Rudyard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not, not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build, build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss, if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you, except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Amazing. That's the New Testament. I'm telling you. And when you let, come back, Chris, when you let the anger go and just watch, pray and watch, you will become that way. You'll be in the world, but not of it. 
<clears throat> and life would be amazing. But you gotta let this ego, this old worthless life, you gotta take off the old clothes and put on some new ones. You gotta drink some new wine. Right? Is that what it said? Yeah. You gotta let the old wine go and bring some new wine. Cause you're not gonna live until you do that. Don't drink wine, that's just something in the Bible we were talking about. <laughs> but, uh, you gotta, you gotta let go and let happen. Nobody, and you're shaking your booth because the Satan be telling you how to, what the outcome going to be, right? Pay that no mind. Let it happen through you. And don't worry about what someone else think about it. No one. You shall die and you shall live. So that's the New Testament. The New Testament is deep. It's all there, but people miss it when they read it. Do the silent prayer, you'll be fine. So I have a new biblical question, but I'll talk about it tomorrow. I got to do this while Chris is here. It's Chris's birthday. My expert's birthday. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so, one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Chris. Be white. Happy birthday to you. Yes. Thank you. So for those, don't, those that don't know, Chris is my uh, audio engineer, the, uh, social media guy, and an expert on the Destiny Peterson show. So happy birthday, man. What do you want to say? Uh, thank you. That's what I want to say. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So I hope that this helped today. Really, keep your eyes on yourself. Stay on that straight and narrow path. Don't look to the right, to the left. Don't look back. Don't look forward. Stay present with God. And just let the thoughts go. Don't deny them. Don't try to control them. Just watch them and let them go. You don't need to do anything else but watch. And the, and the light, which is of God, is changing everything for you. On your, because it's all spiritual, right? And of ourselves, we can do nothing. So just watch those thoughts come and go. And don't do anything about it. And if you get caught up and you feel afraid or you think you're angry, let that go too. It's all lies from Satan. Satan is of the mind. He's of the mind. And that's why God changes the heart. The heart, salvation is of the heart. So he will renew your mind when you change your heart from hate to love. He will change your mind too. He will renew it. All right. Thank you all for, oh, thank you so much. All right. We went over. I'm black. But you're black. So listen, we're having the women's forum this Thursday, I think. Right, Hermes? This Thursday's ladies' forum every third Thursday night for ladies only. So at 7 p.m., you guys can make it come on down. Um, I think that's it. Thank you for your support, for your donations, and to the church and all that. I do appreciate it. Right? Your tithes and offering. Yeah. Did we go over what men want from women? No. We went over what women want. Oh, what, what, women, what men want from women is cooking and cleaning. <laughs> Having babies and obeying. And everything will work out. The fallen man want mama. But the real man loved the woman to bring him, bring her into his world so she can have a bunch of babies. Really. He doesn't need her for anything. He doesn't need her love because women don't have love. He give her love, the love that comes from God. Women don't have love. That love that comes from women is hell. That's why everybody catch hell. It's from the devil. <laughs> <laughs> How many women's for? 
<laughs> really. So they just want a woman that will obey. But you got to be, and I hate saying you got to be right because the women are going to say, oh, you ain't right. You got to be right because you know it's right. You love God. You know what right is and you're living it. All right. That's what is. And then you have peace on earth and um, amazing children. All right. So thank you all. I got to end it. Bye. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Amazing.